Take me on a different path Got so high, time's racing past Little things, they just don't last Floating higher into space Slow down, it's not a race I'm so sorry I couldn't love you I tried, I tried, I tried I'm so sorry I said I love you I lied, I lied, I lied Hey, what's up, guys? This is Juliette and Mikkel, and you are watching and listening to Broken Girl Unchained podcast. And we are back for the second part of a fair story. I mean, mm. basically, this is your story. And um, you are a signed musician. Who are you signed with, if you don't mind me asking? I know, but let's go ahead and tell our listeners. Um, I'm actually signed to myself. <laughs> oh, nice. Or technically That's, my mom. Yeah. You, know, you know, there is no better way to do it. Because you yeah. get to call the shots. You get to make all the money. You don't have to <laughs> cut anybody a, a, a cut besides your mom. And, you know, if anything, your mom deserves it, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Your mom's your momager. Yeah, I would never be anywhere if it weren't for her. Like, she's the best. She has, like, full faith in me, full faith in my sister. And, like, she wants us to follow our dreams and do, uh, you know, do everything that, that she wishes she could have, you know, just you know, we're going to change the world and it's time. And like, I'm so blessed to have a mom who, who sees that and wants and pushes me uh, um, towards these goals and like, you know, supports music, especially in the culture. And, and she supports me singing and writing. So, okay. So, you know, it's funny. How, how did you spend your mother's day? Did you spend it with your mom or? Actually, no, my, my mom is in Detroit and I'm currently in LA. Oh, okay. So we're, yeah, and we can't really travel because of the whole quarantine going on. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And my mom's birthday was last week too. It was a couple of days right before, right before Mother's Day. So we sent her like a whole bunch of like edible arrangements, good have a chocolate, um, flowers. Well, happy birthday, future step or future mom. <laughs> so excited to meet you. She's so pumped. She's I'm... like excited like it's gonna be fun I'm so excited just because okay so I chose to spend Mother's Day alone and in in it was because and it was my choice and people don't have to agree with this and it and this kind of ties into what we're talking about what we're going to be talking about for my listeners that that started us from the very or that started with us from the very beginning knows my story and knows that mm. I, I don't have a mom and um, she's very much alive um, however because um, I backed up my ex-husband through a lawsuit which he ended up like suing my parents company um she kind of shunned me and I haven't spoken to her in eight years and um every May is a very dark month for me 
Um, it's very depressing. And um, I just completely shut down from work, from friends. And I withdraw and everything. And so, um, yeah, I kind of wanted to see if your mom wanted to adopt me just because she reminds me a lot of like Kris Jenner. Yeah. A lot of people like, like say that about her. They're like, oh, you're like Chris Jenner, like to my mom. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? There's something to be said about a mom that is like super supportive with uh, a child through hell and back. You know what I mean? No matter what they go through, you love them unconditionally and you instill those, you know, family morals and family values. And that's something that you can tell that you that that she instills in you from the conversations that we've talked about you and your sister oh thank you that means a lot so um, yeah i mean i hope i was raised you know with, with some manners and you know like decency um <laughs> but yeah she's great i love her she will so adopt you like literally um that's it you're my sister we're family now <laughs> Um, Do you hear that? I have more family. <laughs> it's crazy that you say that because my mom, I don't even know like, if she wants me saying this, but she might tell you, like, uh, but, you know, she doesn't, she didn't talk to her mother for years and years um, before she, her mom passed away. Um, so it was the same thing for her. Her mom disowned her uh, because, well, I don't even, yeah, she wanted to go be a doctor and go to school. And I guess that. It was a problem. And you know, I, and, and I don't mean to talk about like, I don't want to go there, but I, I think I'm just, I just will just because this podcast is what it's unchained. Right. So, yeah. um, being that you're middle Eastern, um, there's some very strong middle Eastern religion and laws that you have to follow. Is that correct? Well, I am fully Middle Eastern. Um, my parents are both from Baghdad, Iraq. You know, they're they're both from there. Uh, they were raised there. My mom came here, I think, when she was like 16. And I think my dad came here. Uh, he was older when he came here. I think he, uh, you know, he went to college and everything over there. So when he came here, I don't know how old, maybe like, I don't know how old he was, honestly. Probably like late 20s, oh, okay. I'm assuming. And yes, but I'm not Muslim. So I am, I am christian actually i'm catholic oh okay you're catholic yeah we're still we're a minority from iraq we're called chaldeans mm. um and it's like a really small minority from iraq and yeah we're catholic actually and then when islam kind of took over you know that land and, and they you know they they converted everyone to to islam really oh okay okay so, so iraq wasn't wasn't islamic at first like it you know that kind of came in history that kind of came and took over that land, you know? I didn't know that. Did you know that? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. I'm just not, I'm not educated enough in like my history, but Mike, he's very educated. He went to a really good college and I'm sure, yeah, he knew about that, but yeah, I had a few classes. So. Yeah. So I uh, know, but what I'm saying is, is that, you know, M middle Eastern is, you know, often misunderstood, you know, that, you know, women are to be seen and not heard and, you know, right. Right. Like totally my, um, I think of course I want to like first of all like disclaimer like no matter what religion you are like you have every right to believe in your religion that's your religion um I believe that you know everyone is believing in the same god as long as you're a good person really that's all that matters you know? exactly um, I believe more like energy and like 
spirituality mm-hmm. and just you know just being a good person every like like what makes you a good person like come on you know what makes you a good person like you know yeah it's like having yeah. respect morals values integrity right. those are all components that make you that that beautiful person inside and out I mean without those components I mean then you're just an ugly person <laughs> yeah so I, I think that like but like regardless of religion like put that aside the culture is still the same. Like if you're from the Middle East, you're from the Middle East, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, like my, my dad's side, for example, uh, complete, like they don't, none of them speak English. They only speak Arabic. That's it. You know? Um, do you know how to speak like, Arabic? Actually? Yeah. It was my first language. I didn't know English until I was six years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, because I lived with my grandma and my dad and my mom and my grandma didn't know English. So, you know, we spoke Arabic around the house and that's, and she was, my babysitter you know when my mom and dad are at work she would be with her all day and she only knew arabic so oh wow we have a lot of things in common because my first language was spanish and then my my dad left my mom and then there was no one there to teach me spanish because my mom doesn't speak my mom's like whiter than white and um there was no one there to speak spanish so i lost it all that's crazy. I didn't lose my Arabic, but I, I don't speak it as well as I totally did as a kid. Like, I was completely fluid. And then when my grandma moved out, uh, definitely lost some of it there. Right? It's just like my my brain just kind of tapped out at that point, you know? So now when anybody speaks um, Spanish to me, it's like I have no idea what the fuck they're saying. I'm like, huh? <laughs> but if they speak Portuguese to me, like I understand Portuguese and I can speak more Portuguese than Spanish. And it's mm-hmm. just a different um, dialect, but for some reason it sticks and I can actually, you know, understand what people are saying. But anyway... Let's go ahead and um, let's dive into. Sorry, I didn't mean to ramble off there. Um, Should I do them like talk about the Middle Eastern thing more? Yeah, if you, yeah, we can talk about whatever your little heart desires. Um, so yeah, being Middle Eastern is, you know, I love it. But again, yes, you're totally right. You know, women aren't supposed to like, you know, like for example, they're not supposed to go be a singer. Like for example, like I'm a singer, so a lot of my family even has like disowned me or like you know called me a whore just because I'm on stage for men to look at like it's that mentality and it it doesn't really make sense to me I think that every like person should have the right and the option to do what they want Um, it doesn't make sense to belittle people because you know they're doing art or music and it's not a real job like that doesn't make sense even women going to school and, you know, there could be people arguing this, but if you like, it's, it's been a more recent thing, you know, like women, even now, a lot of women in the culture stay home, get married, have kids, not even school. Right. So like, and then a woman standing up and saying, no, I want to go to school is one thing. But then being a woman and sitting up and saying, I want to sing is like, <gasps> yeah. you know, like it's, it's unheard of. And like, um, not only, you know, a lot of my little cousins, like a lot, a lot of my little cousins are not allowed to talk to me. I know that all. feeling. Yeah. Um, they're, they're not allowed to talk to me and my sister. We saw a lot of them on, on Thanksgiving and one of them came up to me and she said, even though my mom hates you or hates you, like, I still love you. I still mm. think you're good. Like, my, my uh, she doesn't let me watch her YouTube videos. Like, what do I do? I don't even have anything on YouTube other than a few music videos, you know? Right. So it's like, she was like, yeah, my mom thinks you're just a bad, like a bad girl. 
I'm like, okay, oh, thank that's you. That's really too bad. Um, and it's just like kind of shitty, like hearing that from your little cousin. Like, but I still love you, even though my mom thinks you're bad. I still love you. I still think what, what you're doing is okay. I'm like, thank you, five year old. No, I'm joking. But you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Um, no, we can actually relate to that because we got some hate mail, and Mike um, wanted me to bring this up to you because we think that you would be a great. Well, to have your input would uh, be great for the show. Why don't you go ahead and tell our, our listeners what? I don't. Well, you just showed me the the mail, and it was basically some 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 girl calling you out for being fake and a wannabe. She model yeah. And all she she basically said that. She said, what do you think you are? Because I, I apologize for not getting back to her because she had a question. And I was like, I, I'm so sorry. I had a family emergency with my son and I was busy with photo shoots. And she goes, what kind of photo shoots? And I never responded because I was busy. And right. um, she goes, what do you, who do you think you are? Are you... Do you think you're some big time model, like a Victoria's Secret model? You're not even that pretty. And uh, my, I look like I'm heavily photoshopped. And um, what else does she say? I don't know. It was uh, all pretty mean. It was mean. It was really mean. And I was just like, wow. Like, do you feel, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about putting someone down? You know, just because. Oh, and then she also said that like my podcast is just a podcast. It's nothing. And that was one of the things that I, I told Juliet. I just said, look, the more the, the more you gain in popularity, the more the more things kind of get traction. Yeah. Like you're going to probably get more hate mail than anything else. You know, it's probably probably something you got to have some thick skin for, you know. Yeah, totally. I think that. Um, have you gotten a lot? Yeah, totally. The more. um the more successful you become, the more hate you're going to get. But even before that, the fact that you're even pursuing your dream, you know, people get jealous of that because they're not. And the fact that you are is kind of like, it bothers them because they're not doing it. Even though they could chase their dream, you know, most people don't. So when someone else is doing it, even if you're their friend, they, they could be mad at you. You know, they're going to start fights. They're going to, you know, tell you what you're doing is wrong and bad because, you know, at the end of the day, it's literally just jealousy. I have to tell you, it kind of broke my spirits a little bit. It's hard not to let to let things like that get to you because, yeah, it does feel shitty. Like, why are you saying that anyways? Um, but I know, like, for example, Beyonce, uh, she doesn't read any hate or anything bad at all. Like, she just doesn't read it because she doesn't want it entering her mind. Because, mm -hmm. you know, you feed your mind, whatever you're feeding to it, like, becomes reality. So don't even put that shit in your brain. People are going to want to hurt you. They're going to want to put you down to stop you from what you're doing because they don't have the, you know, the ability to follow their dreams or they don't have the courage, you know, to follow their dreams. Um, really, that's what I mean when I say the abilities. You know, they, yeah. they don't have that side of them. Um, I'm not saying that... Uh, you know, okay. I, think, I think it was just because, you know, I was... Just, it was Mother's Day, number one. And, you know, I was alone. And um, Mother's Day is always really tough for me because, like I said, you know, I don't have a mom. I raised a daughter that's 26 that wants nothing to do with me. And she doesn't even call to acknowledge me. And that's then crazy. I know. And then um, not only that, but it would have been our 
17th year um, that I would have been married to my ex-husband, but that was a, that was God's blessing to me. But anyway, all of that is compounded into the month of May. So I get super, super depressed. And so when I got that email, it was just like, oh, fuck, just when I fucking needed, you know what I mean? Just like kick me while I'm down. Why don't you like, you know, you don't know my fucking struggle. Like, do you think, no, do you think that I, that I don't battle body image issues? Fuck yeah, I do. I've had, you know, three children, you know, my, my stomach looks like, looks like a fucking roadmap. You know what I mean? Like, but at the end of the day, I have learned to um, be comfortable with who I am and I, I've had to learn to accept my mental illness and I've had to accept that there are mean, evil people in this world. <laughs> so yeah. um, I just wanted to know how you handle this. Don't just accept who you are, literally be proud of who you are because everything that you've been through makes you you like every bad thing that happened to you made you stronger you wouldn't be able to do the things today if you weren't that strong you know um i literally was having this conversation with someone the other day i actually like give voice lessons to one of my students um was talking to me about this she said everyone hates her for trying this so depressing and i said let them hate um it's and i said i know how you feel if they hate it's because you're following your dream you're following your dreams and they aren't so don't let the hate fool you yeah. because it's really, it's jealousy. Um, and I said, you know, keep going. Nothing is impossible. It's been done before. Of course, it's going to happen again. Why can't it be you? You know, just just keep pushing because someone's going to do it. So, you know, more than one person's going to do it. There's enough room for everyone to follow their dreams, you know? Right. Um, like, like Michael said, the, <laughs> yeah, like the, uh, the hate will grow the more successful you become because people do, like, it's kind of like, why not me? You know, people want that. And, um, um, but the more hate you get, you have to remember you are inspiring others. So you're giving out more love and you're giving out inspiration and you're showing people and kids that it's okay to follow your dreams. And yes, you're going to get hate, but it's just going to make you stronger. And like, you're just going to keep growing with it and let it fuel you, you know, let the hate fuel you, prove them wrong. Um, not that you should even care to prove them wrong because who are they to you? They showed right. you their true colors. You know, I think what I, I, I think what I live for, I mean, in all honesty, is why one of the re one of the reasons why I started started the podcast and one of the reasons why I keep doing it is to help people heal. And not only that, but I want to make my children proud. I want to leave a legacy behind. And I was having a conversation the other day with my daughter and I meant I mentioned someone mentioned something about the podcast and she said something snide and I was just like, really? Like, how come you can never be proud of me? And she's like, really? It's just a podcast. It just like kind of, it just kind of hurt me because I just wanted to hear her say like, I am proud of you, mom, you know, but it was just like, ugh. dagger yeah. in the heart. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be a dagger in the heart because I mean, is she young one? She's 14. Yeah. So she's young. She doesn't really know what she's saying. Kind of, you yeah. know? Um, at the same time, uh, it's not just the podcast. Cause like, this is your heart. Like this is your baby. Like this podcast could, you know, it's, it's growing already mm -hmm. and it's like amazing. And like, I'm honored to be a part of it. And I think it's so cool and it brings people together and it heals people. And it, you know, if someone's listening to it, it could save them. 
from right. trying to commit suicide. It could help them with their anxiety. I know just the couple of phone calls with you helped me think about things in like a, a different, in a different way, like in a different light, just because you're so inspiring to me. And I'm, I'm like blessed to have met you, you know? So don't mm -hmm. think this, that doesn't make sense to say this podcast is just a podcast because you don't, you don't even know how many lives you're touching with just your podcast. Yeah, just no. my words. Yeah, you know what? I thank you for that because I had to be reminded. Thank you, thank you for that. That means a lot. You too, Mikael. Because when I told him that this morning, he was just like he said almost the exact same things you said. He was just like, you know what? The more hate you, you're you're gonna ha you're gonna get, and it's you're, you're doing hate. something right. You know? Yes, exactly. And it's gonna be hate from people that you're close to, and it's like I thought. Yeah, I never thought they would say this to me. I thought they'd always be there, but I'm like, no, people won't always be there. Like, you, you kind of can't be shocked if something happens. Um, not that you can't be shocked, but you know, people aren't perfect. And when they hate on you or when they're jealous of you, it honestly, like, it shows more about them than it ever will about you, because you know, right. they, they don't have a reason to actually hate you. You know what I mean? Like, it's right. really just what, like, they have their own issues and they're dealing with their own problems. So it's kind of projection in a way. So let's go ahead and dive into some mental health because you're as passionate as, as I am about mental health awareness and suicide prevention. And you've had some experiences of your own that you, that I'm hoping that you would like to talk about, um, as far as, you know, what you've been through and because everybody thinks they see a artist or they see a performer and they think that they have a million fucking dollars and, you know, and, you know, their life is perfect. But then you yeah. see someone like from Lincoln Park that commits suicide or someone like Robin Williams that commits suicide. I mean, people are battling their own shit inside of them that no one knows anything about so I try to I always try to say you know words are weapons and you never know what you might say to that might hit that person on the wrong fucking day you know what I mean so I wanted to touch bases with you on some of this stuff and I kind of wanted to see I kind of want to dig a little bit deeper with Farah and who Farah is and what you know where have you walked yeah I'm totally super 100% passionate about these topics because yeah they are super important to me and it's definitely important you know to just let everyone know that you know, everyone carries their own cross. You really, you don't know what a person's going through. Like, you will probably never know what a person, everything a person has gone through. Like, you pick out one person, you won't know. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I definitely uh, have been through, like, you know, some crazy stuff has happened. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> it's um, okay, I take actually, your time. <laughs> I, so I was, I was seeing this kid in high school. I thought, you know, actually, I don't, I don't even know if it was high school. I think it was like, no, my first year of college, well, like college going, I, yeah, like last year of high school, first year going into college, basically, let's say that. Um, I think it was like that summer and then starting that summer, we started talking that summer. Um, and then uh, he had a lot of like issues, you, you could say, you know, as far depression. as like battling depression and, you know, stuff like that. Was he bipolar um, or anything like that? Yeah, he, he, he was bipolar and um, it was kind of crazy because I kind of kept things like low key and I kind of like made it clear to him, like, look, there are some girls for whatever reason, you know, kind of crazy or like whatever. So I just didn't want it to get, you know, out into the general public that me and him were talking. Right. 
or like together kind of. So, and it was just because one of my girls who claimed to be one of my best friends back then, it's definitely not a friend at all. I mean, and I'll tell you later, like everything else that this girl, um, you know, said to me and the stuff she said to me was not okay. Um, but, you know, she, she really, you know, she claimed to be my friend and she was like, you cannot talk to this kid, blah, blah, blah. But it's because uh, there was another girl that had talked to him that she was friends with that I really wasn't friends with. And, and I could tell that this girl didn't like me for whatever reason. So I'm not there to kiss anyone's ass, you know? Right, right. Um, I don't care who you are. I don't care who you think you are. So me and the kid started talking and, and we kind of kept it low key and stuff. And um, But that's kind of irrelevant, I guess. Yeah, he definitely... Uh, so what happened? I mean, what happened? He, so we were talking and I was traveling a lot for my music at that time. I was actually meeting with some record companies like, to see what, you know, if we, what, what, what was on the table and options for, you know, moving forward with music. And I would call him like every day, like, look, I'm about to go in the meeting, whatever. Uh, like, we'll see how it goes. And like, he was always like encouraging me, like, call me after whatever, like, show me what happens. Like, we're going to be on the red carpet together. It's crazy thinking back this long ago. Wow. But um, yeah, and then we we were still talking, not not fully talking, talking. But we were still talking into the winter, and then I traveled. I started traveling again for my music. So, and then that's when I came back from that time traveling. Literally the day of, uh, he um, it was all like people started texting me and, and like asking me if I was okay and stuff. Like you know, a couple of my close friends, and then even on Twitter it was like my whole Twitter was like, RIP, RIP. And I was like, Oh my God, what? I didn't believe it, you know, cause I was kind of like, I think like in shock. So I started like, but then like when it hit me that it was real, I think I talked to someone on the phone and they said, yeah, it's true. And then I started just like screaming. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, he had committed suicide, which was kind of crazy. Um, and how long ago was that? That was probably I, four years ago. Four years ago. Wow. And what, did that make you look at life a little bit differently? Did that even like... Definitely. Yeah. Um, his his best friend at the funeral came up to me and said he was in love with you. So that kind of like made me feel good in a way because it, I kind of was... I don't want to say keeping it a secret, but yeah, it wasn't like out there for everyone to know that we had been you know, talking or something, you know, people had their own inclinations and whatever. Right. I'm not what saying was... I was like, oh, don't tell anyone. Did he leave like a but, suicide um, note or anything like that? Honestly, I don't know because the group of friends that were like, kind of like involved in all, you know, just around all that, like, again, two girls, one of them that was previously, had previously dated him just, and then the other girl, like, I don't know, they just weren't fans of me. So I wasn't really in that. And again, it was kind of more more of a private thing. So, so you had hearing, to grieve on your own, and you had to kind of go through that by yourself. Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's crazy because even after that, um, I started talking to someone else, and then you know didn't didn't never had the official title of boyfriend girlfriend just because of, of what happened right before. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want that title, but I still was like in love with the kid, super you know cared about the kid more than anything. Wasn't seeing anyone else. You know, and we talked for about, you know, like 10 months at least. And then um, I flew out to L.A. finally to move here. And he was actually about to move here as well. Oh, no. But but he actually passed away right before that could could have happened. It's just crazy because I didn't know what was going to happen. I told him, like, I need some time to focus on my music. And I, like, really regret saying that because 
literally a week later after I said, oh no, not a week, probably like two weeks later after I said that, I got a call saying that he had passed away. And I was like, oh my God. And I literally screamed again, so terribly. And my sister said she knew what happened just from my screams because it was like deja vu. Right. And he he committed suicide too? No, he, no one knows still how he passed away. It's still a mystery. I mean, how did they find him? There was, you know, like, thoughts of it being suicide but i mean you know there was a whole toxicology and all of that and, and there was you know no marks on body you know no pills none of that so wow. it wasn't how old was he i think like 19. oh wow okay so wow he was fairly young you know and that's the thing no one really talks about suicide yeah. until and then everybody calls them oh they're crazy oh you know <sighs> they always have something going on they're always drama or they are they're always sad they're always depressed or that one's bipolar or this one you know they put they slap on these labels for the for mental illnesses right and then what happens is guess what that's when everyone starts starts caring is when that person actually takes their takes their life and it's It's really sad Yeah. yeah um it's really sad especially because I've kind of seen it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So like, I, it's just like really unfortunate. Um, and that's, and I think that kids need to know that that's not an answer to anything. Right. Like anyone, not even just kids, adults, um, right. mom, dads, right. Right. grandpas. You know, that's not a solution to anything. It's really not. And that's the thing that I, that Mike and I, we kind of, um, when we were building, uh, our podcast, we wanted, we were like, okay, what topics are we going to focus on? And I'm like mental health awareness and suicide Mm -hmm. prevention, you know, just because I have my own story, um, in regards to me being committed for, you know, a 5150, I was on a 5150, but I was being mentally and emotionally abused then. And yeah. I was coming, I was addicted to medication and I was coming off and, and I was just in a, I was in a unhealthy mindset. So when someone is sitting there verbally abusing you and knowing that you're not healthy mentally, you're automatically going to, yeah. you can't control your thoughts at that point. You can't, you, know, your thoughts, you're, you can't control them. It's literally, and there's so much stigma even in my culture, not going to lie, like, uh, with, with that, with depression, with any type of mental illness, really, because it's like, I want to like, first of all, say like their mental health is just as important, if not more important than physical health, because everything starts in the mind. Okay. Mm -hmm. You don't feel well mentally. Like you really just are not having a good day. Nothing's going to work properly. You know what I mean? Everything is affected by your, your brain. So, um, you want to make sure that's an, you know, intact and working properly and everything. And yes, like depression is real. It's literally a chemical imbalance in your brain. Like mm-hmm. it's actually a disease. It's a sickness. Yes, there is medicine for it because it is a disease. It's right. not just a kid being sad. It's not just a person throwing a fit. It's literally something they cannot control. Right. And I think that a lot of people don't look at it like that. They look right. at it just as sadness or, you know, a person going crazy or, or whatever, they, whatever labels they want to put on it. Um, that's exactly what, you know, my message is, is that, you know, people want to throw on these labels and, and mental health is so downplayed and dismissed and, um, 
it's yeah. it's disgusting it's, it's just, Go it's ahead. tough so, to see, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's tough to see. You can see someone in a wheelchair. You can see someone walking with a limp. Right. You can see that yeah. stuff, but you can't see someone that, that goes home at night or stays up all night because they have anxiety or they're, right. you know, or they're having these thoughts. Those, you know, if, if those thoughts were projected out, mm-hmm. I, I think it would be treated a lot differently. Absolutely. But even if those thoughts are projected out, she's right. Like a lot of people don't, take that seriously no they downplay it they definitely downplay it if you know they it's just it's sad it needs to be changed i love this podcast for bringing that to people's attention it really bothers me because if you go online like you scroll through twitter i mean even tumblr even facebook instagram people start romanticizing being depressed and they start romanticizing uh, you know, suicidal tendencies. And it's almost like kids want it. I think that they use it as like a card to use. You know what I mean? I know that. No, no. I, I mean, like, as far as like posting a picture of someone's wrists all cut up. And it, oh, yeah. And it looks, and, the, and they color it and they put a nice background and they make it pretty with like a nice quote on top. You know, you know? Um, it's kind of funny that you mentioned that because I like art like that. You know what I mean? Because sometimes it expresses the way that I feel. Okay. You know, if that makes any sense at all. No, it does. I know, I know Mike likes a lot of dark art like that um, because it, 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 we both battle mental um, Ill- illnesses. You know, he's bipolar and I'm, um, I suffer from severe depression, severe anxiety. And um, sometimes my anxiety is off the chain. Yeah. And something, and it comes off where, I lash out opposed to saying, hey, I'm scared or, hey, I need help or, hey, you know, using those healthy communication tools. So um, it's just I'm it's often misunderstood, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, I can't speak for other people as far as, you know, their art or anything like that. But I think at some at some point you are right where some people want to feel depressed or they what's the word My, I, I don't think that's yeah. the right word I don't know if they want to feel like that no I but yeah, I, it's just like I don't want it like pushing people down that hole right like don't glorify it yeah 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 yeah, exactly. yeah. exactly thank you Mike thank you told you he was a genius <laughs> yeah you know you know what yeah don't glorify it you know what I mean? Don't have a strong message behind, you know, that art piece or have a strong message into whatever it is you're trying to promote. But don't I don't think people should use that as a route to escape because at the end of the day, that's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Right. Pain is like right. it's temporary, like things will get better. Like you're not going to feel like that forever. Like you will just won't. And that's something that it's hard to remember when you feel like that, but mm-hmm. it's, it's something that you have to remember because it will keep you going. Yeah. I think sometimes too, I know for me, my depression, do you battle depression or anything like that? Um, I definitely, yeah. Like anxiety and, you know, depression for sure. For, um, for sure. I know for me, it's like those emotions you can't get rid of them no matter how hard you fucking try. You can't. It's like you can take the fanciest fucking bubble bath. You can go shopping. You could be you... on top of Paris 
and you feel like that and you have no idea why you feel like that but you just Ex- exactly yeah. so i thought it would you know bring you more light to especially in a time like this because we're quarantined we're not capable of seeing a therapist right now you know we're not capable of even going to the doctors right now unless you're fucking going to die mm-hmm. you know but what 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 might be some things that might help someone that is in that dark mental space? I say music. Yeah, definitely music might help. Uh, you know, just having a nice conversation with a friend, maybe getting out of your usual environment, always being cooped up in your room or, you know, being in your house all the time. Like, and you, you just get so familiar and used to, to your bed or wherever you are all the time. Like, just go out you know, change your scenery, um, you know, t- call up a friend, um, go on, you know, just like little things, like even like just having other people around you just to like change the energy that you feel around. Yeah. You. Energy totally. is everything. I totally believe in energy. I can walk in a room and I know exactly how someone's feeling. I know if there's tension, I know right. if it's good energy, bad energy, or if someone is trapped in their head, like I just know. I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse, but at the same time, like it's something that, you know, it's been given to me. <laughs> no, that's great. Um, that's definitely like a gift to be able to sense, you know, how people feel. Energy is so real. Like I literally always say the energy you put on the world that like, comes back to you. Mm-hmm. You know, like karma does exist. Like you want to be a good person because... I don't know about that girl because the fuck I must have killed somebody in my last life. No, I'm not saying no, I'm not because no, I have some really bad luck. No, because bad things will happen, but those that's different. I'm talking about like that is more like those things are made to um, help you become stronger. Yes, um, you know those things. Character building. Yeah, and the more that you are put through traumatic experiences, if you're going through a lot, like you will be rewarded. Like the more mm. God tests you with, the more God, you know the more you have to carry in this life, the more God will reward you. Like, I literally believe that. Like, prove to him that you can handle it. Like, he will literally reward you. And um, and then you can look back on your life, kind of like a, you know, like a timeline and say, I didn't understand God, I why this believe. happened yeah. then, but now I see that it happened because look what happened here. And it's like kind of mm-hmm. crazy, but it, it's real like that. Like, it's 100% real. Oh, for sure. I've been there so many times where it's just like, I didn't understand things then, but I definitely fucking understand them now. Right. Like I was meant to go through all of that because if I didn't, you know what? I want to be where I'm at now. Exactly. Take me on a different path. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Juliet, and you're listening and watching to today's scavenger hunt announcement and we'll be launching a scavenger hunt fun game that is now posted on instagram yeah go to our instagram page there's uh, about six questions you have to answer and it's all based on the studio tour so watch the video of the studio tour and you know pause it rewind it whatever you got to do and and all the people who have the questions answered right are going to be put into a drawing. We're going to pick two two main winners out of that. And uh, the video tells you everything you can win. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, we have some cool gifts. We have 
Gus Fink. He is a well-known um, artist that you actually follow and have grown to love. Um, he, we are giving away one of his uh, pieces. Mm-hmm. Where we also have Miss Farah Mikkel's uh, merchandise mm-hmm. that she is going to be giving away to lucky winners. Um and we also have Patty Negri. She is going to be signing two personalized books of hers. And um, yeah, and we also have Arzo Youssef. She is going to be giving away two boxes of her sexy boss babe nails. Mm-hmm. So excited! I'm I'm excited about all of it. So make sure you stay locked in and you play play with us, play the game, and. Look for all those little clues. All right. And don't forget to uh, like, follow, share, tell your friends. And I hope you enjoy the rest of Farrah McHale's podcast. Absolutely. So until next time, this is Broken Girl Unchained. On down, I won't escape. Push me down and watch me break. Feed me to the clouds and say, la, 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 la. Like you know. a total craziness 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 went down when my second boyfriend passed away like there was i got hate from my whole high school um people were trying to blame me at a point um mm-hmm. the you know the mother and that the must sister, have been hard the mother and the sister started you know just going on rampages at me and, and my mom and my sister um the only one that we really could were in contact with was the father um and i was closest with the father before um he had passed away too but I mean, the father said, like, you know, he he just said that it was craziness and he, he knew that it wasn't going to stop necessarily. And that, uh, you know, he, he said he doesn't know if they'll, if they'll ever apologize for, for the way they treated me and what they did. Because, I mean, you know, a big Facebook post was made about me and, and my family, but me in specific, well, all of us. Um, and, um, I mean, it just got screenshotted. And even when that was taken down, um, cause it had to be taken down at a point cause you know, things got absolutely insane. Um, even when that was taken down, it doesn't, it didn't mean that kids didn't have it on their phone screenshotted. Oh, everyone had it. Everyone posted it on their Instagram story. Everyone was tagging me, all my old friends. Can't believe you turned out to be such a bad person. Uh, tagging me. Look how you turned out to be. I'm disgusted by you. And they all wanted an excuse to hate me because right then and there, my music career was finally taking off a bit. So it yeah. was it was really just crazy. You know, that's, to me, that's one of the things, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot older than you are. <laughs> and uh, I'm just, I'm so happy that I didn't grow up in the generation that had social media. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if, if you had a problem with somebody and you left school, unless they like tried to call your house a bunch of times or something, you didn't have to fucking face it. You didn't have to deal with it. Right. You know, shit wasn't, there was no screenshots of stuff. There was no video recordings of things, you know, and, and you were allowed to kind of live something down. And I think now one of the challenges, especially for, for the younger generation, the social media, the technology generation, whatever you want to call it, like, is that it's tough to escape mistakes that most of us have made or not even mistakes, but just like things that have happened. You can't fucking escape them. You know what I mean? And it's just, and, and that contributes to people's feelings of, mm. of self-worth or worthlessness. And, 
and contributes to some of that because it's just like you you know like it, it plays over and over and over in your head yeah i know how or it is for, even online for me you know what i mean when i can't get something out of my head it drives oh, me God. fucking crazy you know what i yeah. mean it drives me absolutely crazy and i get really manic so i couldn't imagine that same thing coming from an outside source well you know? can you imagine she's i mean she's a she's a celebrity and she's constantly being she's living life by trial and error just like you and i are you know what i mean and it's like she's not allowed to make any fucking mistakes well no you're under the microscope yeah Mm -hmm. i mean is it is it like that for you i mean do you do you go through that i mean do you feel like yeah especially then when like this whole thing went down there was a lot of like there were gifts given to me okay i i was given a jacket from the father that that the son had worn and it was his favorite jacket um the mom and the sister went berserk for that jacket even though i had an, a letter saying you know this he would have wanted you to have this from the dad uh you know you were a special part of his life we love you from the family's last name right and uh i had to we ended up having i had to give and then also there was there was some music that i just got it just got messy. I, I never stole anything, but, you know, everyone wanted to believe that I stole yeah. a whole bunch of stuff. And, and you know, I never and did. That's, that's the thing. People want to believe all those negative things. I had people I didn't even know sending me death threats. I mean, I was getting that's emails terrible. on the daily. I had to turn off my Instagram comments. And then when I did that, people were emailing, turn it back on, you cunt. Turn it back on. You're oh going to hell God. anyway. That's terrible. Like I just, I can't, I can't even fathom. Like I, I get hate mail sometimes and I never entertain them, but I think, um, being in that state of mind, like you were in and I was trying to grieve. I, yeah. Till this day have not grieved that death because of the shit that happened after that still haunts me. Yeah. Like everyone I went to high school with hated me, hates me, hates me. I'm scared to go out. Not scared, but yeah, literally scared, almost paranoid. Okay, how about paranoid? Going out yeah. over there. I, You're I, just like, don't look at me. I don't <laughs> like it. I don't want to be yeah. over there. You know, people, they, they're cruel, okay? The cruel. stuff, they don't even know you, and, and they will be cruel to you. Just, I don't yeah. know where they where they think they can do that or why they do that. Right, um, and I think that is one of the messages that I want to promote is, why do you want to hurt people? Mm-hmm. I mean, who installed hate in your heart for you to project that out because there's nothing wrong with loving there's nothing wrong with having strong morals and values and loyalty and integrity those are all good qualities and why not promote that and why not live by that Right. Because I think people like to hurt other people because they're in pain. So misery, misery loves company. Well, there is a saying that I actually, and, and it's literally four words, hurt people, hurt people. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because it's so true. You know, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's crazy. It's a- I don't know why people, I'm not saying people. In general, I would like to think that, you know, people don't want to hurt other people and they, and they want to be kind and stuff. But that's but, not the reality. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know, people, you know, there is there is definitely evil in this world and it's a mm. battle between good and evil. And I like to believe that we are on the good side and we just want to bring goodness to the world, like with this podcast, like with my music, you know, just to bring some light, you know, into the world because it shouldn't be so 
dark and evil. And I, and I think that like this whole quarantine is really just giving people seconds to just sit down for a second. And like my dad, for my dad used this uh, phrase. He said, this quarantine is bringing people back to reality. Like what's actually really important. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. your health, like your family, you know, like stuff like that. Versus- but also too, let me squeeze this in there. It's also exposing a lot of people of who they really are. Because for me, I have been through this quarantine and I'm talking people that I've walked through life with my most of my whole life. And I'm like, I can't believe I didn't fucking see that. I can't believe I didn't see you for who you were. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this girl that was in our women's empowerment photo shoot, she threatened that she was going to take legal actions because she didn't get a photo that she wanted in time. And I told her, branding is really important to me. You have to be patient. And she threatened that she was going to, um, she was going to take it further, like take legal actions. That's crazy. And so uh, it's just like, and I've known this girl since I was little, little, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just like, I can't believe you. Right. You're supposed to have my back. Right. You're supposed to be out of all the girls. You're supposed to understand exactly what I'm going through and just be patient. It's only been two months, you know, since the photo shoot, like calm the fuck down. You know, I'm I'm going through personal stuff and plus trying to, um, you know, get through what I'm getting through with, you know, my podcast and, you know, still trying to run a business. Just be patient. Mm-hmm. But no, she wanted it right then, right now. And so it, it just became one of those things that I started to see who that person really was. And then not, not only that, but my ex-husband, he, you know, I was married to him for 22 years and I felt like I was waking up on the discovery ID channel and finding out he was a fucking serial killer. You know what I mean? (laughs) After years later, it's just this quarantine is really either you take the time to self-reflect. So, hey, I don't know if this is the end of the world. I don't. No one knows. Right. Mm-hmm. But I want to make sure that I'm a good fucking person. So when it is, I'm good to go. Right. You know, and those other people is just like they're starting to expose, you know, their evilness. Yeah. So it's just like, OK, now I know to keep my distance from you. Right. Good talk, you know. Yeah, the same thing, like, with the one girl that I was telling you, like, she, she had uh, issues with me talking to the first boy for whatever reason because she was scared of her friend or whatever, right? Um, and she was like, you know, I don't know what her issue was with me. Anyway, the second time, the second <laughs> time the next boy passed away, she was, and, and all the drama happened, this girl was the main, my best friend, right? One of my best friends. and She, she was ready to freaking fucking go with that shit bro she was so ready to take that and fucking post it everywhere and talk mad shit about sending me death threats the craziest stuff like i can't believe i called you my friend but like she's ready like she was ready bro like she was fucking yeah she was just waiting for an opportunity like she already hated me i mean i'm not dumb like i can fucking feel the vibes you know like i know you don't like me i knew she didn't like me beforehand even all high school every guy i was you know thought was cute whatever she 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 had to run after them like yeah, it was competition for I, her. I don't know what the issue is, but, you know, 
I'm so happy that you, I mean, even though you haven't had a chance to grieve, but you definitely are healing as we speak right now, just because you're talking about it. Yeah. You know like, what I I've mean? never even talked about this really because I always feel like people are watching me. For and it's okay. the longest time, I could not even take a selfie on my phone. I could not record myself. Couldn't Aww. live stream because paranoia was insane. Everyone, even yeah. people not involved. You couldn't be. You couldn't be who you wanted to be. And that was my career. Yeah. I mean, that completely held me back. Completely Aww. held me back. Um, and you know, just going going back and even living uh, back there for for you know almost a year after I went on tour um, was was not fun. Definitely not fun. Yeah. <sighs> I didn't but see. But you know what? You are fucking strong, though. You are, you, you empower me, you know, going through something like that and being able to go through it, you know, with the little uh, support system that you did have, you got through it. And look at you now, girl. You are thriving. And even though you still haven't grieved the way that people wanted you to grieve, you're still grieving mm -hmm. I mean you still you you went through it your way and that's all that that matters but let's go ahead because um we do have to wrap this up but um I would love to have you back on the show if you're willing to oh I would love to okay beautiful we could do like a straight up but let's talk mental health. Yeah, like yeah, you know I mean? like the, well, let's call it therapy sessions. Okay, you can call it. Yeah, yeah, um, I would love to do that with you. Like, I would love. We can literally I would do it weekly. Yes, I was just gonna say that. Let's go ahead and have like maybe a weekly therapy session with you know we can do a weekly therapy session with Farah. Um, we can even invite uh, Renee Cat. Renee Cat is um a, an amazing life coach. She's helped me a lot. And um, you also have a um, the introvert room, correct? Right. Are you? And we're going to have you on that. Yes, I'm excited to work. Self care Sunday, with, right? Right. Yeah. And so I'm looking forward to working with you in the future. I think we just kind of scratched the surface. Yeah, of for sure. And we, yeah, we've like had there's this... so much to be said. I feel like mm -hmm. I don't know half your story. I feel like you don't know half mine yet. Like there's yeah. just so much craziness that goes on. I think it would be a really good idea if, you know, we joined forces and just go from there. You know what I mean? Because mental health is fucking real. Well, even even just to let you kind of get this stuff out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Give you a vehicle, give you a voice to 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 get these things out that you it's obvious you haven't had an opportunity to to get out and to grieve and to process and, and well not necessarily to process but But yeah, to, to filter it, to you know, channel it. Like maybe that would just It would be healing in its own sense. Yeah, it, no, it right? Can be. It it's crazy. Be, you know? I was really close with the second one's mom after he passed away. Yeah. I mean, I she was like, I'm coming to California. I said, don't even get a place. You know, we have a little condo. Feel free to stay here. She came here. She stayed mm -hmm. here. She drove um, the cars. Uh, how are you guys today? She's the one who spread all the shit with her daughter. Oh, no oh, fucking way, fuck. dude. Yeah. So, I mean, there was just a lot of craziness. Um, I didn't expect all that. And and the crazy part is when, when they started blowing my shit up and saying that I stole so much stuff and whatever, I was halfway across the fucking world. I was in Thailand. What the fuck you want me to fucking do from Thailand? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and not only that, it's like, how dare you fucking 
break you know you're you're bringing down my fucking character right i was you know what i mean fucked up mentally like yeah i had to go on this trip wasn't trying to go on this trip a lot of drama mentally fucked up because the set my second you know guy just passed away again and it's like fucking like and i had it was already scheduled um i had to cancel some other stuff that i was you know we could cancel it and and um you know just you know just give myself time to just like kind of be right but i mean you know the amount of friends i lost even to this day I, i you know i was even getting bullied by my roommate who was still my roommate um you know just you know do you have any friends so like do you have any friends so like do you go to therapy so like do you have any friends like i'm your roommate but like do you have any friends and it's like and in front of no. people m- multiple times on multiple occasions and you're like, like no bitch you're supposed to be my fucking friend right. and it's like <laughs> but even then i mean and this has been this was kind of recent shit like very recent but it's like how are you about to make me feel uncomfortable in my own fuck like in my own house right to the point where like it's almost back to like oh my god i'm i'm, I'm afraid to live stream again i'm afraid to to take selfies again it's like that whole mentality is like coming you know it never fully went away it never fully yeah went. it's trauma that's what it is it's trauma well you know i want to let you know that you can vent to me i am your new best friend <laughs> and fuck I, I i know i'm gonna be adopted i'm going to forcefully have your mom adopt me yeah that's it <laughs> we'll do it we'll do it the the middle eastern way no paperwork nothing I'm joking. no just no sister. no just give me the party <laughs> right i just want the party Come over just, now. <laughs> i just want the hugs and the party that's right. it and then i can do the little you know do they do that i don't know They're, yeah, yeah, they do the little flashlight yeah, and the little the stomping. Yeah. Oh, I can't do the belly dancing, but I can't even shake my ass, girl. That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, Farah, it was a pleasure having you. You got super deep with us and talk about being unchained. Talk about being unfiltered. Um, it, this couldn't be anything more. How? What's the word? This this show was so profound. What What's the word? This couldn't be any more raw. Raw. Unscripted. Yeah, raw raw i like that Mm. any more raw this couldn't be any more raw and thank you so much for your time thank you for so thank you so much for bringing a part of me that i needed out thank you mikhail for bringing a part of me that i needed out because i needed this for my soul for myself you know because i'm going through a lot that nobody knows about right and um you did something for you both did something for me that well, you're making me i want needed to <laughs> that's great so i look forward to working with you in the future and i look forward to self-care sundays and i look forward to therapy sessions if you don't mind maybe doing stronger okay i will look it up i'm amazed that you can go like break out in song like whenever me i i can't even i can't do that oh did you like the song i am i love that song did you want to do that one sure or stronger i love stronger i love i am i like i am because that was actually uh the intro to my promo of um one of my articles called torch it oh my god and it's about healing and how i took everything and i torched it and it gave me that sense of closure okay let's see if this works I just looked it up. Let us know whenever you're ready to belt, girl. 
I am timid and I am oversensitive. I am a lioness. I am tired and defensive. You take me in your arms and I fall into you. I have insecurity. You show me I am beautiful. Help me or leave me. Just take it or leave it. It's not the least need you to see me. Take me, free me, see through to the core of me. Take me. I am temperamental and I have imperfection. I am emotional. I am unpredictable. I am naked. I am vulnerable. I am a woman, I am opening up to you. Love me, leave me, just take it or leave it. It's not that I need, need you to see me. Take me, free me, see through to the core of me. Take me, free me, there will be. Sorry, I was I was serenading you too. I was into it. Okay, <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, oh my god, that, that you had me so choked up. I had to like totally do the I busted out in moves and everything just because I I didn't want to cry. I know. <laughs> I'll send you the video. It's actually pretty entertaining. Oh, I was singing with you. Oh yeah, I love you. That's so wonderful. Music um, is so beautiful. Your music is absolutely inspiring. And like I was telling you in the car that, you know, one of my personal favorites is uh, Lost. And uh, my second favorite is La La Land. And I feel like you've only heard the remix of La La Land. No, I've I, I've listened to both of them. And whatever was on iTunes, I listened to Did you listen to, to the Fair Please EP? I didn't listen to that one. That's the one I didn't listen That's to. That's where La La Land is, the original version. I need you to hear that. And you're going to go okay. crazy. You're going to go okay. crazy. And then my new EP is just so freaking good. I mean. Oh, my God. And it I comes can't out wait. on my birthday. So I'm super. I super know. In June. June 25th. First. Oh, June 1st. Oh, June wow. June 21st. June 21st. June 21st. Okay. Yeah. So do you hear that, folks? June 21st. Farah, Mikael, EP drops. What is it called? It's called Lies. Uh, wow. That it's spoken for. <laughs> that title is spoken for. <laughs> yeah. Now tell me, tell me about that song. Is it how did it, um, did your sister write it or was it something that you were feeling or um, ha, ha, lies? Oh yeah. That song actually we both wrote together. Uh, really? Yeah. Okay. And where was that coming from? It was kind of coming from both of our, you know, personal experiences, you know, with 
with um, people kind of promising more that you know more that than they bargained for promising stuff they really couldn't kind of follow through on exactly yeah and setting those expectations up and when those expectations aren't met that's when you get hurt right right so um i'm excited yeah i'm totally excited for that one and um I just, I, I don't know how long you have, or can I pick your brain a little bit more? What's on tap for, for Farah? What, what's, what's in, you know, what's, what's up, up and coming besides your EP? Well, we have a little mixtape dropping beforehand and then the EP and then, you know, you know, some possible movie stuff going on. Nice. Super pumped about, we'll see what exactly happens, but I'm pumped. And Can then, I tell uh, you a secret? Yes. I'm actually writing because I've had a couple people offer to buy my story. And um, Mike and I decided to write my own. Oh, my God. That's amazing. So we're writing our own screenplay right now. Hell as yeah. we speak. So the dopest shit I've ever heard. So we're working on that. But you have some movie stuff in the works? Yes. I mean, we have a couple of short films in the works, and then there's also this other, uh, you know, this other project that you know, could possibly feature one of my songs, and kind of how Celine Dion blew up was she had yeah. her heart will go on and Titanic, and it. I mean, she was Whitney Houston, you know, and, you know, yeah. and Bodyguard. Yeah, exactly. no, I definitely understand. That's how a lot of artists really come through is by having a great song in a movie. So I have this really fucking crazy song, and it's being considered. So God willing. Right. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be working with you. We have a couple projects that we're going to be working together on. And um, and should we should we drop it? Should we announce it? Oh, or yes. is it official? Is it official yet? I don't even know. Yes, it's fucking official. What do you mean? Okay, so we're going to be hosting a show. Super fucking excited. It's going to be great. S- Yes. So, um, and it's going to be empowering and moving and inspiring all good, positive stuff. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for Farrah and I will be making magic. Yeah. And I'm, I'm actually looking forward to working with you and your family. You and your family remind me of the Kardashians, like no bullshit. Oh my God. Well, just because that family dynamic is so tight, you know what I mean? And there's something that you got to, there's something about that you have to appreciate. It's funny because everyone calls my mom like the next Kris Jenner. For sure. Because she's like our momager. But, you know, I sing Tamara Songwrites and is an author. Um, And, you know, we both act. We both model here and there. But definitely we both act. uh, and, And I absolutely love, adore music. And I love writing music. I love making music. I love I love singing like no other, you know? It's, it's so, you know, you have to believe that you will get to end up doing what you love. Well, you know, I just wanted to go ahead and um, get you back on board with us because I know we kind of suddenly lost you yesterday I when, know, I, so my, when my phone died. I know. Um, but I definitely wanted to um, catch you and not miss this opportunity and be a woman of my word and, you know, definitely um, catch you before you get really busy because right now we're on quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time and um, joining uh, Broken Girl Unchained podcast. And um, 
I look forward to working with you. So for those of you that um, that want to get to know Farah and get to know uh, her music, please follow her on Instagram at Farah yeah, McHale. I'm super excited. Thank you. As well as on Facebook. Are you on Facebook? Yeah. You are on Facebook. I'm everywhere. Um, Facebook, yes. Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, SoundCloud. Facebook, La La Land Twitter. and Lost and yes, yes. Um, check her out she's so much fun and she's a blast in a glass I just love her and I can't wait to actually meet her in person as well as continue a working relationship with her so um, thank you again thank you I'm super excited and this is gonna be you know this is the start of something dope and I'm excited it, absolutely me too so until next time this is Broken Girl Unchained <laughs>